Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is a podcast from Minute Media. edition special edition july 20th 2022 tyler in studio for the special edition kenneth uh calling in from arkansas as per usual uh the boys are buzzing this week tony's had the uh diarrhea since tuesday he's fighting (laughs) off a possible covid infection but nothing can get in my way nothing can uh dim my light Ladies, uh, your boy was quote tweeted by the goat, which is uh, something I think Drake would say. Like, that would be a good Drake line. Quote tweeted by the goat. <laughs> can you hear? Can you hear Drake saying that? He gets a retweet. He's already putting himself in Drake wings. I can already see him on an album cover on top of some building in Boston. The Hancock. Be on top of the Hancock with just my little tootsies hanging over. Quote tweeted by the goat. That's uh. my. That's my Drake. By the <laughs> way, I realize that I can do. Uh, a mad dog impression pretty good. And I just do I'm not gonna do it here because I think people will laugh at it, but No, I wanna hear the mad dog. You can't just say I can do a mad dog impression and give me nothing. You wanna hear the mad dog? Alright, let's hear about week week four, the Jets are one in three. No, no, no. I've already got it. I can't go I can't 
improv it. I have to do my one thing because I saw him do it. The Boston Celtics, the top five Boston Celtics of all time, Havlicek. You've got Larry Bird, Havlicek, and Mount Rushmore. Bill Russell. you got Bill Russell, and you can't give away Kevin Garnett. I don't want to hear about Paul Pierce. I don't want to hear about Paul Pierce, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, what have you done? You haven't done anything. Bill Russell's got 11 championships. That's not bad. Thanks. I thought it's good. That's, that's, that's not bad. My, really I like that. I'm going to be honest. That's my best impression I've ever done. Yeah. Bill Russell got 11 championships. I think it's been a long established on this podcast. I can do one impression, and it's the guy from Jinx, that HBO documentary that Oof. came out. Uh, Robert Durst. <laughs> Robert Durst is my only impression is a deep cut. So <laughs> it's a good one, though. It's the only one I got. Uh, so. Speaking of fucking deep cuts, I went to see Zach Brown on Friday. Uh, this is where I think I've contracted COVID because my friend decided to get it again. So I was like, ah. Oh, you saw a little Zach Brown on Friday? I was, uh, I was in the house with the real goat. I went and saw Garth Brooks. Oh, Garth Brooks played Gillette Stadium not too long ago. And uh, I, I know it's, one of his songs, I mean, so I'd be a terrible person to go to a concert with there. But if you go to a Garth Brooks concert, boy, it's a marathon. Three, eight man play for three hours and 15 minutes. I don't I no get it. That. Like, does it just do covers? Because I, but are they, these guys aren't good, right? Like, it's like kind of like a novelty. If you don't remember, you were a little young. Garth Brooks in the mid 90s was an oh, unstoppable God. menace. Like, Hit after hit after hit yeah, after hit. I was about to say, Ty, it was crazy. Every song he sang, I was like, I don't know that many Garth Brooks songs. And he would pull out just banger after banger. Dude, he was I, so like, big that he made an alter ego album, Chris Gaines. He just became a different person <laughs> and pretended he was that person. But, like, it's good. Like, the music's good. I can't imagine. You heard Friends in the Low Places. That's a fucking hammer. That's him? Yeah. I got yeah, friends yeah. I thought that was, like, from the 60s. Places. I don't know. No, it's definitely Garth Brooks. I thought this was a cover from, like, the 60s. You know... You know Shameless. Yeah. Shameless. I know, yeah, you do. I know Friends in Low Places and then Rodeo. Friends in it. Low Places is a hit. Yeah, it's a hit. I mean, I, show, I showed up in Boots. I loved it. That's a good one. I want to get KP singing a little more. What do you get, KP? Yeah, that was really good. I mean, we got, you're going to have to play some, maybe some Alan Jackson. Not, if we get Alan Jackson. Maybe next podcast, I'll just sing the intro. That's terrible. Alan Jackson. Uh, was He sings... Uh, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? With fucking dumb Jimmy Buffett. He helps. I'll tell you, music really peaked. If you guys have seen Jagged Little Pill, that documentary on, uh, that's where music peaked. Alanis. It doesn't get better than Alanis in the nineties. Alanis, Alanis, <laughs> that was a big album. Jagged Little Pill. Have you seen the documentary on no. HBO? It's fucking awesome. You she dated Ryan Reynolds for like years. That guy has. That guy puts up numbers. I mean, let's face it. He's put up numbers. Oh, he married Ryan. Scarlett Johansson and Blake Lively. Yeah, yeah That's Reynolds, elite. He's the funniest, he's most good-looking person. Type list. What did you say? He's got like a Derek Jeter-type list of women he's dated. He has, yeah. He's just perfect. Like, he's just funny. Like, you want to be like, Harry, he's too good-looking to be that funny, but he is just that funny. <laughs> he was fucking... He was uh, Van Wilder, for crying out loud. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I was at Zach Brown on Friday, and I mean, I've gone to probably this had to be this has to be close to ten, maybe eleven times I've seen him. I start, I start, I saw him so long ago that I, when I was a member of his fan club in 2011, he played Mansfield, uh, whatever the fuck they call it these days. I mean, I think it's at the Xfinity Center, but it was the Great Woods when I was younger. And uh, if you were a member of his fan club, they made you dinner at their trailer, and you sat at their table, <laughs> and one member of the band sat with you. And that's how long ago it's been since I've seen Tony him. really is an OG. Yeah. You know what's crazy what is we're about, we're about like, I don't know, 
11 minutes into the podcast, and for some reason, we're burying the league completely. <laughs> we're talking about 1990s. Got- this is why we this podcast can't get off the ground. Stink. We, That's why Tony gets a retweet. We don't even discuss it at all from Tom Brady. That's the good bit. We're a Patriots podcast. <laughs> we Tony's replied to every single one of Tom Brady's tweets. I want to get this off my chest, though. For like... If he, 3,012 3, tweets in a row. He's responded to every single one, not even a like. <laughs> Finally, he gets retweet a quote tweet talking about it. It's so much just, better than just, a retweet, too. He was like, no, Garth Brooks, he had, he had some hits. The only in reason. 1998. Listen, I have to get off stinks. to my chest that Zach Brown has be, is, is, is hacking through these concerts now. He, there was a 35-minute jazz set in it with Zach wasn't even on stage. The encore was... Four songs. Zach sang two of them. I'm like, this what they used to do: covers, hammers, covers. Fucking, they did poison. Zach wasn't even there. They did fucking all these songs. I don't, whatever. It's just, it's play the hits. Play the hits. Oh you yeah, know, you know what we're there for. We hit that for the last, the Billy Joel concert we went yeah. to. Together. Play. How about something for us, yeah. Zach? How about something for us? Billy Joel walked on stage <laughs> and he goes. You guys don't know this one. This is off the B-side from 1972, but it meant a lot to me. Yeah. We don't care what anything means no. to you, Billy. Billy, go listen to it yeah. on the way home while you drunk drive through somebody's fucking front lawn in yeah. Long Island. No one cares about that. Uh, but yeah. Can we get to the quote tweet? Enough okay. about Zach Brown. Okay, let's yeah. break it down. Stop. Fucking minute by minute. I've been, be humble. I've been no fucking humble walking though. on air for fucking, what has it been? Two days? Is that Monday? Tuesday? I can't keep track anymore. I've literally had diarrhea since. I can't keep track because it's 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 go Twitter go through a million retweets that I get a million likes sometimes a mention and then I'm back to the toilet that's literally been my life for three days but like I don't know whatever it was the meaningless so I'm, I'm I think I was at work or whatever I was doing I definitely was at work and then uh, Tom Brady tweeted something at Jamar Chase about Madden and Jamar all this stuff. Chase. Got on Madden. Madden ranked him the tenth best best receiver in the NFL, and he no was didn't not even happy. make ten. He didn't make top ten, so he's like what eleventh no, or twelfth like, best receiver. He tweeted something out. Brady well, responded, I'm, "Don't worry. In my second year, Madden didn't even put, put me, me in, in the, the game. game." Right, and then I saw because so I had seen that 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 picture before, so I just googled quick. I was like, "Uh, oh, Tom Brady, two thousand two Madden." And it popped up with like the third picture. What does the picture there. look like? What's it's on? literally what I what I tweeted. It was the exact same thing. I sc- know what it oh, looks like. I'm sorry. telling you to explain it. <laughs> we know what <laughs> it is. So whatever. You saw it was, the tweet, Tyler. So, Why are you asking me to a, explain it? It's a screenshot of the Madden rankings of the Patriots quarterbacks the going shot. in going into 2002. So it has Bledsoe, Michael Bishop, uh, John Fries, and then it says QB number 12, who was the fourth on the depth chart, and then it's rankings like like 61 overall. 57 speed, 50 strength, and then it said like 41 awareness, whatever. So I just tweeted it out, and I just wrote goat above it. And, uh, you know, this is a fucking side. This is like literally I do this 14, 15 times a day. So it wasn't, it wasn't really th- some, anything I thought of. I've definitely had <laughs> hundreds and hundreds more better tweets than that, Adam. And uh, obviously never even garners a, 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 a like. Dead serious ballpark it. Are we talking... I would have to say it's got to be over like seven or eight hundred Tom Brady tweets you have. Hundred, thousand. It's good. You got to be in the thousands, right? Uh, I tweet. I tweet. I'm going to. If you had to average it, I'd say I tweet probably five hundred times a week during football season. Oh, 
during the off season. During the regular season, it's a thousand tweets a week, and eight hundred of them have something that, about Tom Brady in it, like what he used to do and why he's better than everybody there. But anyway, so I just tweeted there, not thinking of anything. Put my phone down. Probably go take diarrhea, and then um, come back, and my phone's a buzzing, and I look down, and my. F- you know, it was like that scene in The Mask when he sees Cameron Diaz, you know, like for the first time, and his mouth just hits, literally hits the fucking counter and his eyes pop out of his face. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Because, like, you know how, like, sometimes you'll get, a like, a tweet at, like, by someone that names themselves, like, a famous person? Like, I do, because I have a, a Colin Quinn, fake Colin Quinn yeah, account. Yeah. So we'll say, like, Colin Quinn retweeted you or something. So I was just like, oh, Tom Brady, fake Tom Brady. And I'm like, it's the real fucking guy? And it was fucking, I swear to God, text. It was like, it was like a waterfall of text from my friends and, like, from fucking people I didn't even know. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the fuck? And it just blew up. And I just, I tried to reply, try to get hot. You know, I got cocky. I was like, jump on the Malcolm Go podcast. I was going to go home. I was going to record a podcast right there. I would have done it in the toilet. Just a quick five, Tom. A quick five. I'll say congratulations with Tampa. Now on to the real stuff, and we get into we'd get deep. I'd be in. I'd be on them on about two thousand. I mean, we'd go. We'd break down two thousand two thousand twenty. Me and him. We've seen you interview. You would have been like, oh, you're so perfect. Yeah, would've I would have nothing. One hundred percent would be the Chris Farley uh, SNL skit with yeah. Paul McCartney. Remember, remember when you were with the Patriots? <laughs> I can't remember when you texted me. I was like, this can't. No, this just can't. Do you guys happening. see? Do you guys see the Clayton Kershaw interview yesterday after the All Star game? Yeah, with I the saw it. I didn't with, watch it, but yeah, yeah like a a twelve year old kid, like it's just like, hey, like my dad's bucket list thing was my grandfather's bucket list thing was to meet you, but he passed away. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be me. That's yeah. Tony. Like my Tony's kid is going just, to do that. Just one retweet from the goat. If you don't think that's getting framed in my house, you are sorely mistaken. That's how em- that's how embarrassing a fan I am. I'm going to frame a retweet and put it on my wall. So anyway, it's not going to look out of place. Either. It's not. It really <laughs> won't. It, this whole basement. There's 300 pictures of Tom Brady and two of my family. Why are the followers blacked out? <laughs> don't worry about the ball. It doesn't matter. Anyway, and then it just fucking went a little viral from there. I was fucking at home and my cousin. Text me, he's like, Tony, is this you? And it was in fucking Sports Illustrated. It was in Bleacher Report, Nesson. By the way, I didn't give John Henry fucking clearance from my uh, intellectual property, by the way. So cease and desist Cease on that. and desist, John cease Henry. Cease and desist, John Henry. Either that or we want third base. You can just yeah. give us third base. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me take BP at Fenway, at least. Or I'll give, give me a beer for half off one day. I am taking my daughter to Fenway Sunday. Looking forward to many $12 beers. Was it a day game? Yeah, it's her birthday, so I was oh, going to take good. it. It's, it's going to be, be 97. 97 degrees. <laughs> in, in we'll the be there. Eight. I, look, I have no. Uh, I, there's no chance we make it past the third inning. Me and just, a little girl. I was about to say over on three innings. That was not even a chance. You, you just want to torture Yaya by putting her in the sun on her birthday. She'll when love it's 98. it. She'll love it. I'm going to go and get her an ice cream, take a few Instagram shots, and then we're gone. Are you getting? A, you, do you have shade seats or what? Yeah, they're shaded. They're that's shaded. That's, and that's and I could go inside and just eat. Oh, you get the real deal seats. Oh, yeah. We're fucking, you think I'm slumming it? Come on. <laughs> I'm a fucking retweet receiver. I get quote re, I'm a quote tweet receiver. One time quote tweet receiver. You think I'm sitting in the goddamn sun? No chance. I'm going to b- b- make shirts. I already changed my Twitter profile to one time Tom Brady uh, quote tweet recipient. That's <laughs> literally my bio now. Um, yeah. So it just went viral. It was fucking nuts. A nuts day, and nothing could have went wrong. I wa- I like literally wanted to walk into my house like stone cold, because my wife has been telling me how much time I've wasted, 
uh, on Twitter, my, you know, since we've been married, and how many times we've almost got divorced because of it. And I wanted to walk in here and just break the glass like Stone Cold with the cocky head swinging left and right, just like ho- holding the belt. <laughs> I needed to fucking you? hold the belt. What? Was she happy for you? Yeah. Like, she was, was very happy reaction? for me. Yeah? She knows how much that meant to me. <laughs> does she, she was good. Yeah, does, does, wait, we need her to. Does she think you've peaked? I think everyone thinks I've peaked. I think I think I've peaked. There's like, I had like five moments in my life. It's like, yeah. I had three kids. I got married. I bought a house. And then that's it. Like, not even a real interaction. The only thing that could have made it better is if he put Tony in the, in the quote tweet. Oh, he boy. Did, he just put, you know, he reacted to it. But he did... You know, retweet my post. Said, yeah, or if he like replied again and was like, "Well, I've seen six thousand and three hundred eighty-four of these. I, I figured I'd have to give you one." I, if he razzed me, I think I might have went into a, a, a corner. Like if he ever gave me like like he was disappointed in me type. Like if he retweeted to something like one of my disappointment tweets, and that was the way he like. Even this was like a nonsensical tweet. You know what I mean? It was like a throwaway nothing. And he retweeted, which is great. If it was like a good tweet, like where I love you, and he said I love you too, like that would have been that's peak. That would have been the absolute best moment. If he like, uh, if he quote tweeted something where I was like negative towards him, that would have been a problem for me. He's done some like corny like Twitter shit where he was like, uh, someone was like, oh, if I get ten thousand likes on this, like, can I come meet you? And then they'll be like, yeah, sure, like ten thousand retweets, and then gets like five thousand. Goes, well, maybe if it gets. Six thousand. I'll give. It's like no one's like even responding to his marketing campaigns. Yeah. What he doesn't know is I'm looking at, I don't know, four TV twelve books <laughs> on your bookshelf, which is tough to call it a bookshelf because it's only seven Patriot books. Yeah, it's all it is. It's <laughs> in a bookshelf as much as it's Patriot DVDs without a DVD player and twelve books I haven't read about the Patriots, but they look good. The bindings are mint because mint. they will not get yeah. cracked. <laughs> No. Anyway, and then I was just I was just rolling out tweets after that with say, memes and gifts. But your Twitter tear after the tweet, the vasectomy tweet might have been the best usage of Twitter I've ever seen. Oh, that was yeah. good stuff. When I said I could get my wife pregnant through this vasectomy <laughs> because of how horned up I was after that, dude, I was flying. I literally, I told my brother, he's like, there's no way. And he looks, he's like, oh, my fucking God. I texted, the, yeah, I texted you, you brought, nothing from them. Uh, I'm just a little jealousy. <laughs> yeah. A little jealousy. No, dude, believe, believe me, there's two things that he's jealous of right now is the Tom Brady quote retweet and my gazebo. And there's nothing, and I repeat, nothing worse than gazebo jealousy. Okay? <laughs> gazebo jealousy. <laughs> he, yeah, he'll, he'll shit on my gazebo left and right. And he shit, do not disrespect a gazebo. Okay, I've been working so hard, by the way, on my project. My summer project was put a patio in my front yard, which Tyler graciously helped put electrical to my gazebo. We built a gazebo, about 18 hours worth, cocked it today. Baby looks mint. Looks perfect. I'm going to be honest. City. I left Sunday. The power to the gazebo wasn't working. I get a text <laughs> Monday. You don't have to come back. Yeah. You guys hired someone. Someone else came in here. You're really, no. no, you were really good at doing that for free. <laughs> he came over here and fucked it up. It was perfect. And then, uh, you know, I put it back together on Monday, got it figured out, and then uh, now we're rolling. Now I get, and my brother's, he's, he's jealous of the gazebo. Can't blame him. Thing this, was fucking money. Yeah, the Lacanti boys, jealousy runs deep in the Lacanti boys. They're all fighting for... Uh, I don't, well, you gotta, I'm number one, everyone knows it, so they're all fucking jockeying for second, really. Yeah, Dom's best move is pretending that he's not even in the race anymore. Yeah, he's Dom, like, I'm please. just gonna go this way. <laughs> My, my nephew asked what he was doing at a party the other day. Dominic showed up to the party, and he was like, Uncle Dominic, what are you doing here? It was, it was a, my nephew, Leo. Oh, yeah. And he goes, he said, Uncle Dominic, what are you doing here? It was a family party. That's how perfect it was. Uh, Leo's a sweetie pie. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, so 
Did we talk? We, yeah. To be fair, I was in the car one time with Dom driving somewhere, and Dom got a call like, hey, you coming to the family cookout? And he's like, when is it? He goes, right now. He it's goes, happening today. Why didn't you guys tell me? I'm like, no, I'm not coming. You're like, what the fuck you mean you're not coming? Like, everyone got pissed at him. He's the king of an Irish goodbye and like a never, and like a not show, or like a show up late and leave in 15 minutes move. Like, he'll be like, I'll come over to the Patriots game. He'll show up at halftime and leave before the third quarter starts. And he'll be like, oh, that was it. That was part of it, I guess. He's got nothing to do. But now he's all. Uh, he downloaded Elder Ring, yeah. which is a great game. I don't even know what that is. You are way below. I just so far away from me. We still got to talk about the quote tweet. So listen, how many people has he quote tweeted? If we had to break it down, can't be many. I know he does like hack accounts. I mean, this guy. What does he do? He does. He builds brands, wins Super Bowls, trains for football, and he quote retweets his best friend. That's all he does. He does like four things. Does like interviews for higher end magazines, fashion shoots, and then. When he's got a little time, he, quote, retweets his best bud. Let's be honest. So Brady has won I mean, seven Super Bowls, right? Climbed correct. his way from the gutter all the way to the absolute peak. And now if you follow him on Twitter and stuff like that, he's, like, hawking this underwear and shit like that. Yeah. He's faking these weird videos. He's doing some weird – he is on the decline. Tony is only going up. It's a fucking to the Tony, There's going to be a certain a segment in uh, in this parabola where our our arcs meet somewhere in the middle. Don't sleep on like 2032 where yeah. Tony's retweeting Tom Brady that and Brady's like, "Oh shit." Everyone's going to say, "Did Tony then, just retweet me?" What do they call it? What do they call it? The uh the start, the genesis of it all is going to be the quote retweet. Yeah. And he's going to be like it's going to be Tom's going to be like, "No, he'll be down there something like burning Something like that, be down on the bottom with just selling underwear with his billion dollars, and I'll yeah. be up to. Giselle's gonna take hey. everything. I'll have eight hundred dollars, and I'll yeah. be way up at the top, and he'd be like, "I can't believe I got him going with that quote tweet." Yeah, Giselle's gonna get divorced. He's a menace. He's a menace. And probably got Tom to sign like reverse prenup, where he actually has to give everything away. <laughs> he's, like, he's gonna be everything the- you made also is coming to me. He's gonna be on the street, and Tony's gonna take him in. All that undie money. Oh, he can hang. He can lay here anytime he wants. He's going to have to work for a quote tweet, though. I had to work for it. He's going to have to work for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, that's 10 years plus. When did he join Twitter? Because it was, I responded to every single one of his tweets and, and Instagrams. And uh, the Instagrams are much more sappy, but he can't quote he joined tweet those. In, he joined in March of 2019. 2019. So whatever, how many tweets he's done since March of 2019 is how many tweets I've responded to. That's the, the funny thing is like when you're like, oh, I've responded to every one of his tweets, you've responded to Every one of his tweets. Yeah, probably. Like uh, 99%. Miss you, love you. Miss you, love you. No, I really don't think it's a probably. I think like you have. Like, There's a lot of miss you, love is in there. Miss you, love you. Miss you, love you. Um, yeah, so it felt great. I mean, I'll tell you what. How many people get that? How many people get that moment? Not many. Not many get that moment. I feel like we're that's step one in best friendship. There's, you know... The eventual oh quote retweet and then then there's the then there's the you know DM and then there's the meetup where he invites me to his house in Tampa. Yeah. Well, oh, you guys and, are where are you, Tony? I'm actually down in Florida. Funny Tony's you in, should ask. Tony's in his living room. I'm at out Bush flights. Gardens. I just got to Florida like a couple hours ago. Like you should come over and go in my pool. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I could go for a dip. And I'd say bye to my family. It bye. Yeah. Bye. It is hot out here in Florida. The humidity is what gets you. And then sooner, sooner or later, I'm catching slants in fucking Wyoming every, every summer. Every offseason, I'm catching slants. I got to put in the work. Got to put in the work for the goat. How old are his kids? So, 
such a good tweet. It was unbelievable that tweet you said. <laughs> we catching slants in no time. Oh that's fuck so yeah, I'm catching slants. You think I'm gonna go over the middle for him? Please. But I'm fucking going. I ain't going alligator arm. I'm fucking going full. I'm extending. I'm going full extension with those arms. Let's be honest. <laughs> what you would be doing would you be you'd be the center. <laughs> you'd be just snapping balls. How <laughs> good would I be? Yeah. He wouldn't even let me snap him. I'd have to toss him back like a coach would do. Yeah. Just meh. Just, just snapping <laughs> balls back to Brady. You know, like when you but, play, when you play, what's that thing when you play like uh, when you're like a t-ball, like a little league coach and just throw the ball oh, up? Far. Yeah, you throw it up yeah. to the, the kid and he hits it off the a fucking chain link fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah soft toss. That'd be the soft toss uh, uh, snapper. How quickly would you get, get in, a stance, in a stance and start pointing out linebackers? Ah, uh, please. I'd be calling out the mic left yeah. and right. Tom, invisible's the mic. Invisible's the mic because it'd be no defense. Yeah. Or the fucking his dog. His dog's the mic. Hey, get in deeper. Get in deeper on this one, Tommy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get under there. I want you under there. Uh, I can't believe this happened. To all people, though, for it to happen you to you. can't fuel that fire. No, you, you can't do that because it's just going to get worse now. Creates a monster. It's, it's like the Stranger because... Things monster where, uh, a, I mean, spoiler alert, where Eleven, like, turned. I haven't took, seen it. Whatever. It's Here fucking a kid's show. He. He fucking she 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 makes the fucking monster basically stronger by like eliminating him into the fucking underworld, and that's basically what Tom Brady did to me. Is he eleven to me into the underworld and made me a stronger monster? There's not a single other person. Like if that happened to anyone else, it really wouldn't matter that much. It'd be like, oh, Tom retweeted. That's cool. Yeah. This has been Tony's life. No, it was weird. It's a very big deal because, and everyone's gonna be. Like, it's not a big deal. Like some some guy uh, was very funny. He was like. Motherfucker acting like he invited you to his wedding. I was like, <laughs> I was like, eh, he kind of am. Yeah, I big fucking feel deal. Like that. Yeah. I was like, look, it's step one, best friendship, and he he took. It. He was like, you know what, you're right. But everyone was mostly was there was not negative. There was no negativity except for that one guy. But I think I I, didn't I, think that's I took negative. that. That's just funny. No, it was just funny. Yeah. And I was uh, and then everybody else was just very supportive. They were like, you just got quote treated by Tom. Like that got somebody told me you got quote treated by Tom Brady. You can shut it down. I was like, dude. You're fucking absolutely right. And I was like, I did the George Costanza. My work's done here. Fucking, I got nothing left on this app. And uh, that, like, that got 100 retweets. The fucking goat retweet that he retweeted is going, it's still going. It won't stop. It's oh, all day. Look, it's goat. wild. I was just looking at it. You're doing numbies right now. It doesn't now. stop. It's like up to like 5,000 retweets. It just never stopped. I, I was fucking published and fucking spot as seen by that should be me from now on. As seen in Sports Illustrated, as seen in Bleacher Report, as seen in Tom Brady's Twitter profile. By the way, I'm number two, his number three tweet right now. I think I put it as my header photo. It's a whole thing now these days. It did, Somebody did, said, all his tweets What are this your far? plans for retirement? What are your plans for retirement? These are fucking funny. Yeah. Everyone loved it. So I love that everyone was supportive because they knew how hard I've worked for it. And everyone was like, you did it. You fucking did it. You cocksucker. You did it. It's like, you know, like Jimmy, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Like when Jimmy finally steals all the, uh, the, the armored truck in, um, in Goodfellas, if I had my fucking soundboard work and my daughter didn't ruin it, I'd be playing right now when he goes, Jimmy, Jimmy, slap in the shower. That's what it felt like for every, all my fans out there of the Malcolm Go podcast, um, who can support on Patreon.com slash Podcast? by the way. $1, $5, $12 accounts. You can get koozies. You can get we stickers. Can. You can get pint glasses. We can. Sweatshirts. Anything you want. Just join Patreon.com. Let's fucking go. I'll send you anything you want. I'm a fucking quote ethically, tweet. I'm a quote tweet recipient. Ethically, we, we can't allow anyone to join yet. 
<laughs> we put zero content on there. Ethically, it would be completely I immoral. Add, I put the unedited anyone unedited episodes go right on there. You know what else was wild about the picture that I was looking at the picture? The separate cap was sixty point dial up internet million. over here. Are you kidding me with this? What what did you just say? Dial up. Does kind Do of we like lose him? No, it does kind of feel like this is how KP talks around like 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah, that's when he's fucking the chewing tobacco starts yeah. drooling out of his mouth. Just drinking wild turkey. It's <laughs> better. No one can understand you fucking deer country. Like, what if, What did you just say? You laughing right, and gone. We're going to wrap this up anyways. We have to. This guy KP, is fucking. He, he's just unbelievable. I can't be running a professional podcast or what? Let's You're in studio. What's coming up? What do we have in the next six weeks to expect? We're going to do one to two preseason pods. The boys should go to a fucking training camp. Session. Do a live live pod at the training camp. I actually, I think. Would they let us bring pressed. an audio in? Uh, they couldn't possibly yeah. bring an audio device in. Yeah, for sure. Your phone. Would they really? We could definitely get pressed. If we yeah, just but I have, a, I, have a portable, I have a portable podcast thing. We might be at like a couple years too late, like. Four years ago, we probably could have like been at training camp. I would think that would have been worse. Like if you started bringing well, in mechanical machines. Because now well, I think everyone understands what podcasts are. And they're like, yeah. "How yours is?" <laughs> I, you don't think I can get? In, you don't think I could pull off a fucking interview with Matt Judon at fucking uh, training camp? I mean, I'll go. You get me in there, I'll go. Yeah, I, there's only four, and they're always like during the day, it's like Tuesday at eight a.m. I'm like, "Fuck you, Tuesday at eight a.m." Yeah. That's what they pick. They don't give you like a nice Saturday. One of them is the fucking horseshoe tournament. We can't go to that. We'll yeah, but, did you, tell, but the, you could just tell them you got retweeted. Yeah. The next six yeah, weeks. That's true. We're I'd be on the doing, fucking field. We're going to do probably like after after game two of the preseason, we'll probably do a pod, kind of break down what the roster's looking like, where we think it's going. We'll do a roster, a finalized roster. Um, if If I'm pod. around by then, by the way, I might be fucking up somewhere else. Who knows? Yeah. I, I might, I might be at some higher land. It might be dropping you guys like a bad habit. Oh, this guy. I, mean, I, I try to get Stool Presidente Tyler? to fucking notice me after that. Didn't work. Nah, fuck that. You, can leave, you can't leave me. I'm family, bitch. I don't like your days in bed. Uh, and I don't like that you fucking <laughs> podcast from your bed either. Na- with, is he with naked a mustache. Again? And he has a mustache. Oh, He's always He's naked. He's shirtless with a mustache and glasses. <laughs> He's got a days in bed, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm getting shit on. This is inappropriate. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, no. There he goes again. Fucking buffer. Hey, buffering fucking K- K- Kenneth from fucking Arkansas. So we're going to nickname you. Look, you this fucking guy, can you imagine? KP goes, oh, I'm going to come up there with y'all. going to go to one of them games with y'all. How about uh, the Bengals game on Christmas Eve? Kenneth, I've got three children. What makes you think I can go to the Patriots game on Christmas Eve? That made me think I could go to the Patriots game on Christmas Eve. Oh, and my t- with my tickets in your dreams. Well, yeah, what the fuck? So we got we got probably two to three podcasts preseason, and then the we're off to the races. The, the lead up to the Dolphins game, we're looking at what? September what are you guys 8th. excited to see in training camp? I'm one off the top of my head is Trey Nixon. I'm excited Wait, to see. By what the he way, does. 
the first thing we should have talked about, fuck your quote tape, was Nikhil Harry. That should have been mentioned. Forgot about that guy already. This is so moved great on. that he doesn't have to get brought up on this podcast anymore. But how, I am so happy. The Patriots are playing <laughs> Chicago on a Monday night at home this year. Can I think imagine? it's a lock that he catches a tutter. I think he oh, catches fucking a- please. He's going to get 12 receptions that game for 140. He's probably going to be <laughs> in a def- decent decent in offense he doesn't have to think in. They stink. They, uh, the Chicago Bears have gone 50 years without having a good wide receiver. They had Alshon Jeffrey and um, what's his face? No, 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 no. They had Robinson. They didn't have yeah, they had Al- both. Allen Robinson, Alshon Jeffrey at the same time. What? When did they have him? Oh, no, I'm thinking Brandon Brandon uh, Marshall and now Sean Jeffrey at the same time. And then they had fucking uh, Allen Robinson. I don't even know how many other number one wide receivers they've had. They've wasted them all. They, they haven't had a good wide receiver or made a receiver good since fucking Willie Galt in the 80s. What a pull by me. Um, wow. This guy. <laughs> by the way, Rip Charles Johnson, 2001 Patriots champion. Uh, oh, pa- wait, we had a question. We had a question for the for the... For the podcast, a lot of questions. I want them answered immediately. Are you ready, Tony and Tony and Tyler? The man tweeted a whole graph. I texted it to you. I didn't understand the graph. I can't understand a bar chart. So if the Patriots start running zone and outside runs, Ramondre's going to start. He said it says he's going to destroy zone concept, and this is Damian's last year. What do you think? I don't necessarily like it. I- it's weird because I don't think it really matters who starts with running backs. They're going to end up, especially those two, they're going to wind up with the same carries, I think. It's yeah. just going to get closer to the same. Like, Here's what I think is going to happen. I think you're going to see either – I think it's going to play out by training camp. You're going to see what's going to happen because Damian Harris is very valuable. Ramondre Stevenson was nipping at his heels all last year, and um, they drafted two running backs inexplicably because Damian Harris is in a contract year. So pass down pay I could backs. literally see them trading Damian Harris in training camp to a team. Like if somebody like a championship contender, say like fucking say Tennessee, like Derrick Henry blows out his knee. Would could you see him fucking trading Damian Harris there yeah. for a third round pick? I wouldn't hate just riding out Harris and having him be like, you know, it's going to be like a drive where Stevenson gets six or seven carries or whatever, coming out of the back yeah. a little more. And then Harris is the goal, like red zone back. Yeah, I love them. I mean, look, they're both good. And then they, now you got Pierre Strong, who's supposed to come on. Um, then they got that other kid from NC State that I've never heard of, but apparently is like a like a Ramondre clone. And then you got James White, who I think it might not play, to be honest. He's with not, you. Oh my god, never he's no. never played. Yeah, he's never. like they said he's like still wobbling, can't oh, even walk. We need him. I think I think Bill might have did him a favor by giving him the old resign. Just to see if we can get him back on his feet and rehab. I don't know if it's going to happen for we him. We need that back bad. We don't have a third down back. Uh, yeah, no. I think they're going to try and make Pierre Strong that guy. And I just watch Pierre Strong highlights like at at, at work sometimes but and just get amped. Have we, he's the fastest per- he's, by the way, between him and Thornton, we're just fast now. We're just a fast. Have we ever had a rookie third down back? No. Ever. Not even maybe Col- Kevin, even maybe like Kevin a- Falk in 98. Okay, well, we don't even we have also- like a third year. I do. We also had never had a rookie quarterback till last year, so we're in. We're in on the rookies. Chubato did it. You're gonna fucking get young at some point. I mean, what I'm nervous about is the. I think I still think they need to bring back Hightower. It's just a veteran leader. Where you're, is he? He's just sitting. What outside. about Laxon? He's probably got a gazebo yeah, somewhere. About, he's hanging out. He's got a nice gazebo. <laughs> you know, he's like, in his gazebo. Flowers. 
What about Trey Flowers? I think you need him too. Trey Flowers was in the North End, got married in Boston. Must have got married to a Boston girl. And uh, fucking now he's off in like on an Italian vacation. But like I, when he was in North End, I was like, oh, it's finalized. Like I just thought that he was here to sign with the Patriots. But apparently, it was to get married. Which who gets married in Boston? But he must be marrying a Boston girl. He's the guys from fucking the guys from small town Arkansas. He probably thought he was like at the the nation's capital. I we everyone keeps saying we have no depth at linebacker. I kind of sneaky like that position. I think that guy, Mac Wilson, we picked up. We have a couple guys who have like been sitting in the wings who just didn't play the last couple of years because of injury. Yeah. The younger guys are coming to their third, fourth year, and we have like 12 safeties who play linebacker. Yeah, I'm not worried too much about the linebacker. I think they're going to have a lot of speed and a lot of uh, depth at safety and linebacker. Cornerback I'm worried about, but like I said, we, get the fucking, an issue. we have so many safeties that like we'll be able to play. Just They're going to play zone this whole year. But There's like, no way they're going like, to be able to man down. Anybody. Who's going to guard Tyreek Hill the two times we play him? Me? No, I mean, John, who do we need to? Like, Jones. Who can you put out there who can catch an underthrow? Yeah. That's I mean, what we have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, Tua really, I mean, he's not as good as Mahomes, so it makes a difference. Like, but Randy Moss so- went to Oakland and just didn't do shit, remember? Nobody remembers that. Randy Moss went there. He was the guy before Tyreek Hill that was better than Tyreek Hill, taller, faster, and unstoppable. And... He went to fucking Oakland, and they just forgot he even existed. He came back to New I, England, unstoppable. I also read uh, old Jimmy G might be heading on down to Miami, and it would be funny if Brady a problem. That would be a, problem. Problem. That would be a great job. move. A lot yeah. of crossing routes for Jimmy and just let him go. And He's a running back. Do they have one? I don't know who the running back is. Raheem Mostert, is that right? But anyway, Jimmy G down in Miami. Can you imagine the puss he'd get? Uh, fucking <laughs> cruising Miami <laughs> Beach. No fucking yeah, slick back human. here. His guinea. He'd probably have a fucking cross chain outside of his wife beater. God damn it. That guy would Otherwise. be crushing. Well then, well, then what do you think about Brady coming to Miami the next year and taking his job I'd again? I'd say 110% Tom Brady's playing for Miami next year. Well, because you stole Sean Payton. Unless he wins the Super Bowl this year, I think it's a wrap. I think Did Unless you, he wins the Super Bowl this year, he's going to play for Miami next year. Did you it's, not see what Sean Payton said? He said he's definitely going to get back into coaching. He said it yeah, today. Next year, and, he's, and they were like... But Miami just hired a brand a head coach this year. Could, would you? How much of a that dick would you good. have to be to fire your head coach after one year? To just, I mean, it makes sense for Miami, but like you're a dick. But that coach is going to be legit too. He seems like a real like, yeah. like. Smart. And then you fire. So then here's the thing: you fire a head coach in Miami, and then you're supposed to interview minority head coaches. But everyone knows you're just going to hire Sean Payton anyway, and you're getting sued at the same time <laughs> yeah. because for doing that exact thing. You know what I mean? For for like just doing sham interviews with uh with uh minority coaches. So that's basically literally what you'd be doing next year. You'd fire I guess this guy's half black too, the coach or he's a quarter <laughs> some type of minority, whatever. So you'd be firing a minority to hire Sean Payton. So basically the guy got no chance. He'd get one year, he'd probably go eight and eight or nine and eight, whatever fucking you can do now, and then they'll hire Sean Payton and everyone and no one will notice, but they should, they should get fired. I'll tell you what I do like is might be a little by the Patriots' offensive weapons. Kid loves weapons. I, I weapons think we have season. a lot. Weapons it's, season on the pod. Have, like, You're so out of touch with the world today. You're so out of touch. We have what? We have four number two receivers? Please. We got fucking 20 number ones. The we team have, is stacked with number ones right now. Tyquan Thornton is the next fucking Ocho Cinco. Myers is going for 80 catches. Parker. 
Uh, 80 I love catches. Devon- How about Devontae Parker changes number to number one? Like a stud. I love that. Hunter yeah. Henry. As soon as Harry left, I love Hunter that. Hunter Henry, big year. Get the fuck out of here. I'm taking that number. John, who might do something. Showing respect to Julian God Edelman. John, who does anything. John, who's going to be a stud this year. I'm telling you, Mac Jones was out to dinner with him yesterday, him and Hunter Henry. The bros, the fucking tight end gang, they're probably throwing fucking. I bet he, that kid probably lives. They probably live in Winthrop and they're just fucking whipping fucking out routes to each other right under Logan Airport. Still got Aguilar. We still get some. Oh, I we forgot still about have Aguilar. Aguilar should be. They good. have too many wide receivers, but now they're going to do no fullback and they're just going to go four wide constantly. I'm telling you, Trey Nixon's going to surprise. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes Jacoby Myers' job. I'm no saying, one's taking Myers' That's my job. bold prediction pre training camp. Is Trey Nixon takes uh, Jacoby Myers' but job? How can he take his job? He's going to be the third. Oh, wow. It's going to be Parker, Myers, and your boy. That's three. He's going to take Aguilar's job or whoever else like is. No, I mean, they don't do the same position. I mean, fucking Aguilar just is strictly outside. Nixon's an inside receiver. That's all Jacoby Myers does. But Myers can play both. Myers is a better outside receiver than Aguilar. Aguilar is a he bum. Is. Yeah, he's just a straight line guy. He's going to be. I mean. That's what Thorne came to come to do. Thorne came in to take his job. By the way, how high on bust alert are we for fucking uh, no, I'm still. I'm telling you this much. I was about to say, the first time he catches a 60-yard bomb from Mac, I'm buying a jersey. No matter if he's <laughs> Buddy, I waited five years to buy a, a Nikhil Harry shirt. I wanted one so bad. I was so amped. I was like, this is Jerry Rice. He's the next fucking Randy Moss. We got him, finally. Tom Brady's going to make this guy a legend. And fucking... Five years later, I'm making bets with you that fucking he'll he'll have eleven I touchdowns. Now, I now own a jersey because because of exactly. I had to buy you one instead. I'm telling, I'm you, telling you, first time, first time, Max throws it to him sixty yards down the sideline, he catches the bomb. I'm buying one. It's happening immediately. Everyone in New England, they're like default favorite season is the summer. Yeah, fall really is arguably better. The only I problem is winter is just close to it. Yeah, if it went like. If it went winter, fall, then summer, fall would be everyone's favorite season. Fall but is the, the best. Just knowing that winter's Brisk. behind it is what sucks. But I'm ex- I love fall. Is there anything I can't better wait than for fucking fall? And how good is this? I don't even know if we talked about the schedule this year, but the schedule is fucking elite. Like it every so single good. home game that's not like they, I think they have a Monday night and a Thursday night, and then every single other home game is one o'clock. For oh. a season ticket holder, it does not get better, my friend. Well, no, it's all nice. like. You're banged up by 10 a.m. You're home in bed by 6. So many electric home boy. So many good home games. So many good. And by the way, I did take heat on Twitter this week because I said that Cam Newton deserves some, uh, like, like if he's not on the roster this year, he deserves to get, like, invited to the stadium this year. Like, put him on the field. Like, Like, honestly, it doesn't have to be, like, a big thing, but, like, he could sit in Kraft's box and they could show him on the screen so that he can get his proper due. I mean, he came in in an unwinnable situation. It was granted he wasn't good. I don't hate Cam. Like, I actually kind of like he's fine. Like, he's just he's no. But fine. he played yeah. as hard as hard as he could. It just wasn't good anymore. Yeah. And he tried his hardest for the team, and there was no fans to see it. And last year, they showed his first touchdown with Carolina, and the fucking place went wild and berserk. Like, if you what showed if you him, bring, he'll get a great reception. What if you bring Cam in for a Nikhil Harry role? Just a block. Are you getting crazy here? I know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you think you can but, get Cam Newton for one million dollars in I'll tell fucking you, dreams? It, it's almost he's kind of almost like Lamar, where like people hate Lamar because Lamar is like he wins all, but like no one's taking Lamar over 
you know, Mahomes or Rodgers or those or whatever, Herbert, like those top tier, like just pure arm quarterbacks. Yeah. He's below them. But Lamar is still awesome. Yeah. Like he can still be awesome without you having to be like, oh, he sucks because people overrate him. It's like, no, he's fine where he is. Yeah. He's fine as like a guy who's going to probably get you the one or the two seed. And he's going to be average in the playoffs. It's like that is fine to just be where you are. If he was like a if, – if he played in a warm city or he played in a dome, he would fucking absolutely obliterate teams. Lamar? Yeah. Lamar is going to oh, have – he's not signing that contract. Yeah. If you have fantasy, take Lamar. Lamar is going to dominate this yeah. year. If he was like on the fucking Colts or something, he would have 1,200 rushing yards – and 4,000 passing uh, yards, and then they'd have the one seed, and he'd dominate in the playoffs. He is going to light it up. When it year. gets cold and your body's stiff and it's slippery on the— Like, the Patriots well, beat Lamar when it was pouring in the rain. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it was in like, just, you got to neutralize him yeah. by fucking—the weather has to do it. The field gets a lot smaller in the playoffs. Too. Yeah. Everything gets tighter. Everything gets a little tougher, but— yeah. All right, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, wrap it up. This was a good pod. Great pod. Uh, I think all due respect to me, what a legend. Um <laughs> Everyone, this this was all for you, the Malcolm Goers. I do all this for you guys. I put it on. I put it on my chest. I do. I I leave. I leave it all on the field. I don't. I fucking play one hundred and ten percent in the Twitter game. I don't leave anything left. I I defend every blade of grass. And this is all for you, the Malcolm Goers. And that's why you should join patreoncom slash Podcast. and uh, join us on the Discord Malcolm Go Podcast and uh, just enjoy us. On Twitter, Brady Disciple, at MalcolmGoPod, at Maybe It's Tyler. And, uh, you know, we're having a good time, enjoying ourselves, getting ready for the big season to start. And, um, you know, until then, thanks, Tom. I'll see you on the other side, babe. Do your job! All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job! Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 